before. Educational classism is experienced by most students frequently. Going to a quote-unquote bad school means that you're dumb. Or going to a quote-unquote good school means that you're smart. And now people have high expectations of you. And more often than not, students seem to be pressured by parents to do well in exams. While they say things like, don't grow up to be a taxi driver or a cleaner. So, let's hear about their thoughts and views on this topic too. Hello and welcome to Project Equitas, The Unconventional, a podcast where we talk about all things educational classism. Today, we will be finding out how parents' perceptions of educational classism are different from youths. And I have here with me my parents. Okay, my first question is, do you know what educational classism is? Can you please elaborate? So I would like to hear your thoughts as well. It's a systemic discrimination or prejudice against individuals from certain social or eco- economic classes in the, in the education system. What do you think about the statement, don't grow up to be a taxi driver? I, I think at, uh, at a broad level, um, you know, every human being looks at... Uh, looks at different occupations uh, in a grading scale. Uh, so do you consider a janitor to be equivalent as a CEO? Uh, the way I, I see is that, you know, I would think that any person who has, uh, uh, who is in a more skilled work uh, is uh, has put in more ed- extra effort educational setting and uh, you know compared to uh, a- any skill which is uh, a- any job occupation which is not requiring a uh, effort from so you major mean effort. Like so I think th- there is a human bias towards putting uh, different occupations in a grading scale what do you think about this now, bias now, do, do you treat people differently because of, uh, give them different respect and so, uh, I think that is wrong, but otherwise, uh, I think there is a human bias tendency towards uh, giving different occupations, different status. What do you think about this, Mom? Yeah, I think... Uh like we have to separate out at least the way your dad and I think about it and when we encourage you to aim higher um, that's where we're coming from is to always think of knowledge and applying knowledge for something that is going to benefit and impact the society now as part of that If you want to do it as a taxi driver, if you want to do it as a CEO, our love and respect will always remain the same. So we're very clear about that part. But as parents, will we always encourage you and quote unquote push you to do well? We will always do that. Every parent wants something better for their child. But at the same time, how do you separate that and decouple that versus 
that ambition versus your own bias of how you treat people has to be very clear as well. So for me growing up, I've seen my dad, uh, he was always in a position of power and we would always have people who were his chauffeurs or who were, who, who were his admins come home and they would, we would treat them the same, right? So in that sense, for me, they are people first before anything else. Their title comes next. If you're able to have that distinction in your mind, for me, that statement about you don't want to grow up to be a taxi driver. Yes, there's a bit of bias there, but there's also the ambition side of it in terms of aiming for something good and aiming for something better. Now, that doesn't mean that taxi driver is not good. Um, at the same time, it is, in fact, in this country, in Singapore, it is one of the most sought after profession, especially for people who have retired. It's their main source of income. It's a dignified way of, of leading a life, right? But the, primarily there are people who have already seen a career and chose to be this way, yeah. okay? So I think if you talk to anybody who is a taxi driver as well, may not ask their own children to be a taxi driver as the first choice, not because of anything else, but because as parents, again, they will say, try and aim for something bigger and better. So that's that's what I feel. Yeah. So um, what you're trying to say is that we should separate like how you treat people and your own ambition because they're two different things and always treat people with humility and be humble and always aim high aim for the star and don't let anyone like deter you so next it says link so do you think that some occupations are worth less than others then just because for example you require less skill for that occupation or it's more like manual labor or or you don't earn as much money yeah i'll start with that one i think First of all, for whatever reason, society has been this way, right? Um, and not just in modern day. If you look at Indian history, um, we've always had classism. We've always had this segregation in society where it says, oh, you're, you're a priest, and so you have to learn and gain knowledge and impart that knowledge. There's people who are warriors, there's people who are business uh, men. And so it's always been that way. It was, if you think about it in a very rational approach, it's a way of creating some structure. It's a way of creating some equity. Okay, That was the main reason why some of these things existed in, in society. Over the years, of course, lifestyles have changed, priorities have changed, social fabric has changed. So whatever that organization and framework for society was, has morphed. And as a result, it has translated into inequality where some, some person gets paid more, some person gets paid less. It's also the perception of the skill needed uh, to do a certain type of job or role. And it varies in different countries. For example, a plumber in India or uh, even in Singapore may not be paid as much as a plumber in the United States, right? Um, 
uh, IT professional, for example, uh, is probably paid equally across the globe in some way, shape or form, because that is a skill that is in demand and that is a skill that's scarce as well. So it really depends. There are some careers and professions which are in demand. There are some uh, skills uh, that are perceived as, okay, you don't need a lot of technical know-how in order to achieve this. And so it has changed over time and it has resulted in, in some of this inequality. Um, and, and so that's the way I look at it and see if Papa wants to add something. Especially like mm-hmm. in Singapore, like mm-hmm. a place that Singapore is like really dependent based on meritocracy and like because we depend highly on manpower and everybody wants to fight for those like highest skill jobs. So pe- <coughs> sorry, people who, people who maybe feel like their interests don't lie in those highest skill jobs, like feel scared of like pursuing other society. Path. Yes, feeling yeah. left out and feel afraid to pursue their own pathway to success. How do we like encourage them to like, you know, voice their own opinions and don't just like follow the social norm? I, I don't think you can avoid the social norm part of it. Uh, the social norm uh, is combined with your uh, that present time that you are in you know that determines the value of a occupation now there, there may be uh, some jobs which existed in the past paying very highly uh, they don't exist anymore that's because you know they have been either automated or they're not required anymore or so uh, there is a there is no guarantee that the skill that you have today uh, will be highly valued over a period of next 50 years which is your lifetime right so uh, as a human being and as a government uh, and and also as an educator you know your job is to uh, is to grow a person to be adaptable in society and in so you know importance of a person his skills over period of time may ebb and flow but uh, the adaptability is important and I think that is where as a yeah. as a parent as a education uh, professional and as a government employee your job is to create a workforce which can adapt to those situations and also be able to provide yeah and you mentioned singapore i think especially if you think of the education system here there is definitely a lot of emphasis on academics and that's where i feel in addition to the emphasis on academics if there's emphasis on understanding how to take risks, understanding how to articulate your point of view and have a perspective on things. If you're able to articulate how you have some transferable skills that will enable you to go across and focus on knowledge rather than exams and studies. And you know how strongly I feel about that. Um, 
I feel that's important and Papa brought up a good point about being relevant right and all of you have caught on to the chat GPT wave uh, generative AI wave and things are going to change right things are already you you see all of the um, in the technology sector you're seeing a lot of uh, changes there'll be more coming in terms of adapting to a new way of working a new way of operating uh, and that's why Singapore I feel is also doing something in the skills future space where they are creating opportunities and offering classes for its citizens in terms of finding a new path in the career or you want to shift so it's for people who are coming new or people who want to shift careers people who want to do something different after many many years so it's creating that platform where people can learn and grow but whether people are ready to do it how many are willing to do it how quickly they adapt I think that conditioning comes from the schooling and their own personality and so parents educators I feel have a very important role to play there and the individual having the confidence we've talked about confidence a lot right you can have a lot of education you can have a lot of knowledge but if you if you don't have the confidence to say I can take risks I can adapt I can make mistakes then everything that you've learned is of no use or even articulating your perspective I feel this way I feel that way I think these are some very basic skills that education should provide uh, which are personality traits which are characteristics um, that help in the confidence building that will enable people to think freely and once that base is there the government already has a lot of the framework in terms of enhancing the career opportunities for individuals there you'll find very few governments in the world that actually do what Singapore does in terms of readying the workforce for the next 10 15 20 50 years even so yeah the frameworks are there it's what people choose to focus on mm -hmm. very cool staying relevant that's what we should be doing so how do you think like you know how parents sometimes because they they're like as you said earlier they want to push their kids to like be the best versions quote unquote push and all that how do you think like comparing kids with other children like maybe unknowingly but some like comparing their children with other kids how do you think that affects their child's perception of themselves like for example like you know i'm not good enough i'm not doing as much as the other people like do you think that this like the same like idea of like the don't go up to become a taxi driver thing like we want you to like push yourself or like I'll take that so there are multiple dimensions to this okay I think your point of view is from the perspective of uh, how uh, how parents are comparing each kid against their educational or uh, educational achievements or academic achievements and uh, I, I don't think that is completely right that you compare because every kid has a different uh, uh, you know skill level and uh, adaptability and, and, and different uh, 
paths to glory okay but but you know there are some other dimensions right which is about uh, you know as a social behavior or uh, or you know you're talking about communications or you're talking about uh, uh, you know so you think that like there are different dimensions you know you, you can look at not just in the academic achievement perspective but from uh, other dimensions as well and uh, you know do you think that it is right uh, you know the, i think that we are looking at it from a pressure perspective but there is a and there are you can articulate it in a way that you know you can look at uh, a certain individual and then you can learn good things okay and that is one view point you know uh, taking it as a pressure would only build more pressure but then if you are looking at it as a improvement then uh, i think uh, you can take it in a more positive light see comparison versus improvement dimension right that gives you a different view point and i think if you you take that as a barometer okay comparison as a barometer for a child's uh, growth right i, I don't agree uh, that is the right way but uh, yeah there, there are multiple uh, ways that you know you can improve as a person which is how i look at myself you know i do look at how uh, you know a better person or person who has done something more uh, meaningful meaningful or, or even you know who's better than me in certain areas like, and then to improve perceive. myself yeah, yeah? so the it's like constantly looking for like ways to improve exactly and like not looking at it as like they're better than me and then my father is putting or my parents are putting pressure on me to be somebody else uh-huh. yeah. that, that's one view point i don't say that you know this is the only view point but you know i think there is a fine line between that comparison and also improvement so how would you feel if your daughter who has a law degree from a prestigious university decides to become a housewife okay um i think i would be very happy <laughs> if my daughter um that's what she chooses chooses something whatever it is it's it's a choice um and as parents will be there to support and it's interesting you positioned it as a law degree and housewife as though housewife is something that's not worth someone spending their time especially someone who's highly educated um i don't agree with that um you know i took a break uh, about 13 years ago <laughs> when we first moved to singapore um and at that point uh, i chose to do that i chose to take a break so that i could spend more time with you anjali and it was a conscious decision to let go uh, of a job a successful career move to singapore um and so i never thought less of myself at that point i had support from papa i had support from your grandparents uh, everybody um and i'm very glad i was able to do that and so 
if at some point in life you feel that's what you would like to do, I think you should also consider it and feel proud of it. And being a housewife is actually um, one of the most difficult things. Uh, it's, it's a job where you get no pay and no time for yourself. Um, yeah. and, and no gratitude. And uh, look at so, it from a broader perspective as well. You know, life is very big, right? It's, let's say, 80, 80 years old. You make this decision of becoming a lawyer at the age of like 20 or 30. Okay? 10 years later, you can change you can your change. opinion. Yeah. Okay? And what is wrong with that? You know, you don't have to be a lawyer for the rest of your life. You may want to become a doctor, you know, I don't mind if the person says that I want to become a taxi driver, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The point is, how are you contributing? Yeah, but then like there's like these social norms nowadays that are like, yeah. oh, this person has a degree for, like, to become a lawyer, why is she not using those skills? It why doesn't matter, you can go yeah. and do the uh, farming, you know, you don't need any degree, but then you're doing something more meaningful for yourself for yourself and your family it's a decision you make it's a very personal decision it's all about priority it's priorities uh, as for some for some at that point maybe the priority is family it could be health it could be okay i want to try something else i need a break and it doesn't make you less of a person In, not not at all your worth your self-worth your financial worth should never be determined by should not, determine, uh, yeah, should, should not determine your personality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't, doesn't you need to come do. from your paycheck. It doesn't need to come from your degree. And what people think about you. And most importantly, yes. What your people thinks. next to you think about it. It should be what you think you are. And that's very important. Work. And if you are able to, if we are able to raise you to be able to make that judgment call without feeling guilt, without feeling pressure, then I would say we are successful as parents. Okay, and thank you for your time um, and answering the questions. And I hope that we have gained uh, an insight into parents, um, differences in their thinking about educational classism. Goodbye!